Ho, ho, ho. I saw mommy kisses Santa Claus. Hey, haters. Hey, haters. Um, we are back. Back, back, back again. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Wow. I, just, I just had a sip of Mountain Dew, so. There you go. Um, I am Chloe. I am Gibby. And welcome back to the Headers Film Club. Yeah. Um, today is the 1st of December. Mm-hmm. I go back to December. Turns out freedom made nothing but missing you. Anyways, we this don't is stand the anti-Swifty zone. Anyways. Back to December. It do, do be smacking, smack, so. Um, today, with it being the start of the holiday season, we wanted to kick things off by bringing you our essential holiday movies um we've got some that we hate some that we love some that we don't care too much for but we just wanted to talk about Mm -hmm. um we each picked out 10 and we they're not in any particular order but first things first something big happened this week something big dropped this week and we gotta talk about our spotify raps oh yeah yeah so do you want to go first sure um so my Spotify wrapped, um, let's see, I had, I'm just going to read my little graphic, yeah. yeah, my number one artist was, which, congratu- <laughs> congratulations to me for, um, finally, finally getting rid of curse. my Tyler, the creator curse, he's not even on my top five, which says a lot. Um, my number two is Frank Ocean. My number three, Vince Staples. I just have a lot of his songs on my playlist. And I'd be Boy, yeah, them. right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Number four is Tegan and Sarah. My influence. And that number, was me. That and was my influence. Is Rico Nasty. Slay. For whatever reason, I think my um, Spotify is broken. Because there's no way that Amore did not show up on my top five well you only started listening to her like this fall yeah but i was listening like crazy i don't know like an extreme maybe you just weren't listening that crazy well maybe not um i only had twenty four thousand two hundred and five minutes listened i don't know i swear i listened to more music but i guess not and my top songs were garden say it like that by uh sizza honda by Miss FK Twigs Feet. I don't know, it's cut off. That song smacks. It does. Um, number three is First Love Late Spring by Mitski. I had a moment with that song, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, which surprised number four, number five surprised me. Singamo by Tokicha is my number four. And number my number five is Motomami. By Rosalia. After all the slander all year long. <laughs> Motomami is a good fucking album. I can't deny it. It is a good album. Um, And my top genre was pop. Pop. Where, where were you located in the U.S.? I was located in Berkeley, California. Slay. Can you remember any other notable things from your, um, your rap? What else? Who was your message from? My message was from SZA. Oh. I also got a message from Mitski and who else? Rico mm-hmm. and Kaliuchis. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I was top 17% fan of my own podcast. And then I think I got The Alchemist for my, like, personality, whatever they did. Oh, I don't remember what I got. Um, so for me, Obvi, actually, Lana did dethrone Miss Fiona because Fiona's been my top artist since 2020. Um, so Lana Del Rey was my top artist, and then we have Charlie XCX, and then Fiona Apple. So the depression got a little better this year. No, that's a lie, because the last two months of my life were hell. But anyways... Um, number four was Halsey, and number five was Miss Arianka Grande. No surprises. Literally nothing on my rap shocked me, except for my number one song, which was Peppers by Lana Del Rey, which was immediately following after everybody in our friend group roasted that song and said it wasn't very good. But to me, to me, she's very gorgeous to me. She's very gorgeous to me. That song smacks, and I listened to it 34 times this year. Wow. And it only just came out in, what, June? Yeah. So, and I listened to it at least five more times on this trip I was just on. Um, my next song was A&W. No surprises there. That song is incredible. It's ten minutes long. So the That's fact right. that it's number two says a lot. Mm-hmm. I've listened to it a lot. Uh, Cherry by Lana Del Rey. Top three are all Lana Del Rey, by the way. Cherry has been in my library since 2017, and it continues to be one of my top songs. It is just too good. And I saw it live this year! Um, number four... Rush, Troy Sivan. Honestly, I did think this would be my number one because I played the shit out of this song this year. It was just too good. And number five, Yuck, Charlie XCX. I listened to 62,160 minutes. Issa slept up on my story. She said, oh my god, 60,000 minutes. I said, it's usually higher than that. Yeah. Um, and my top genre, I'm not like other girls. It was rock. Uh. Uh, rock but all all of my top artists are are pop okay except for miss fiona Fiona, and i'd say lana is like pop rock indie pop indie pop yeah it's indie pop rock yeah i wish they would like i mean i'm sure you could find it somewhere like really dive into how they get these statistics Mm -hmm. because it's like my theory when i kept getting tyler back to back to back was like i played him for a like long amount of minutes because most of the songs that I like of him are, like, his, like, 10-minute tracks. Yeah. So it's, like, those are the... Obviously, I listen to more of Tyler because mm-hmm. his songs are just longer, longer, but it's not necessarily because I listen to a lot of his songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, I was, like, avoiding putting Tyler on any of my playlists this year. I was just, See, like, let me just try not I to... I just go for it. I don't, I don't care. I just... I care either but i've also was just like realizing that i just listened to the same freaking Mm. 20 songs and i need to broaden your horizons yeah big time yeah but um i was also a berkeley resident and oh oh farty's joining wants to sit on me so bad right now you guys um and i got a message from miss charlie baby who just got engaged. Congrats, mm-hmm. queen. I'll come to the wedding. Send my invite in the mail. Okay. Yeah. Alright, do we want to jump into some movies? Let's do it. Or whatever you chose. Let's see. You want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, so my first one on the list, this one's a funny one. Oh, is it? Kind of. Oh. So it's Harry Potter. <laughs> I'll count this, yeah. I agree. But the thing is... The first one? Well, here's the thing. 
when you watch the first one, you're like, okay, let me watch the rest. Of Not, me. <laughs> Not me. Not me. I have to. I have to. I feel like I can't watch one more than the other. Except maybe I I try my best to avoid Half-Blood Prince. That one's just yeah. not done. Oh, The Order of the Phoenix. That one's awful. Mm. That one is awful. They, like, cut back on the budget so much. And it's like, you can tell. You can tell. Which is crazy because it was such a so big huge yeah. Movie. yeah. But, like, the CGI was terrible. The, like, outdoor scenes looked like they were on a set when in, like, comparison to all the other movies, like, you could tell they were, like, actually in force and shit. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, it's just funny because you're like, let me watch the first one, and then the second one's also a little Christmassy at that one point, and then, and then it's hell. Mm. After, like, the third one, you're yeah. just like, okay, now I gotta cry for 25 minutes. Um, but I don't know. It's just, like, it feels right to watch Harry Potter at this time of yeah. year. Yeah. Especially because there's, like, the Christmas scenes where he gets the sweater and everything. Yeah. Happy Christmas, Ron! <laughs> Happy Christmas, Harry! <laughs> Alright. My first movie is Christmas with the Cranks. Okay. Have you ever seen this one? I don't think so. I This is a Henson family Christmas movie. This, there's, like, three go-to Christmas movies when it comes to Christmas movies, and this is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe this came out in, like, 2004. Definitely early 2000s movie. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis, Tim Allen. Boo. Boo, Boo the house downs. I, I have a Tim Allen movie. Ugh. Oh, I already know what it is now that you said that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, anyways, it's, like, this family. They're usually super festive around Christmas. They always throw a huge party. Like, the whole neighborhood... They go all out and everything. Everybody knows them. They're the Christmas people. Well, their daughter is, like, going away to a different country to, like, I don't know what she was doing. But she was, like, going to go volunteer in a different country. And they're like, oh, it won't be Christmas without her, so we aren't going to do Christmas this year. Let's go on a cruise. And hence, or cut to hilarious montage of them getting sprayed tans, Botox, etc. Iconic. All of a sudden, their daughter's like, oh, wait, I am coming home for Christmas. This is after they all told everybody, um, we hate Christmas, boo Christmas, we're not doing Christmas this year, Christmas is canceled. But now they have to emergency throw together a whole Christmas party for their daughter and give her the Christmas experience, and chaos ensues. There's, it ensues. There's a honey-baked ham scene. There's uh, the Frosty the Snowman scene. Iconic. I've seen it many times. It's a good one. Nice. Um, my second one is Jim Carrey's The Grinch. I don't think I've ever seen this all the way through. Are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) I love this movie. Um, I've definitely watched it more as like a background movie. Like if you ask me like the full plot of it, Mm -hmm. I might miss a few parts. Yeah. Baby Grinch is always great. Oh, he's scary. Um... It's just a funny classic. Baby Grinch is up there with Renesmee for me. They no. look exactly the same. Baby Grinch is like meant to be ugly though. Yeah. Renesmee is just like that uncanny valley that's like, why did you put that this ain't on the no screen? baby. Yeah. Um, but I love this movie. It's just, I mean, I love most Dr. Seuss movies. Adaptations. Yeah. Petition for them to bring back the live action ones. Because they didn't, they did like, too and they're not good movies Which like one? cat in the hat is oh yeah but it's a fever dream yeah but it's but good. it's iconic yeah yeah 
I wish they did Horton Hears a Who live action. Oh my god. <laughs> that little emo boy live action would have been iconic. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's that's my number I, two. Yeah, I haven't seen this movie all the way through, but I do know that like Jim Carrey, it took him like four to six hours to get into the um, the prosthetics for it, and he yeah. hated it so much that he was basically just drunk the whole movie. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And then we have Matthew Morrison. Oh, Jesus Christ. Who <laughs> did it that one year. Oh, God. Awful. Literally lives in my nightmares. Yeah. Um, my next movie is Happiest Season. Okay. This is um, the iconic lesbian movie yep. that features our girl Yorkie from Black Mirror. Yep. And, of course, the queen, Kristen Stewart, my birthday twin. Um, oh, really? Yes, girl. You know that we were born on the same day. I, I say it every single year. I forgot! Who's my birthday twin? I don't know. Exactly. I don't care. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyways, yeah, Happiest Season. This came out, like, what, two to three years ago? You and I watched it together. Yeah. And, I mean, it's okay. I appreciate the effort to be more diverse, inclusive. But can we skip the coming out plot line? Yeah. It's getting old. Yeah. Jump to them being happy lesbians. Aubrey Plaza, you slave. Oh, sure. She did slay. I just remembered she's in this movie. She slays. Yeah, I mean, it was good, but... uh, and then, the, uh, you know, that's just all I okay. gotta say. It's uh, eh. Okay. It's uh. eh. It's a cute movie, but it could be, it's, 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 it's. Um, put me in charge. I'll, I'll give you a better lesbian Christmas movie. Okay, okay. We got it. I'll sit in the directing chair. Um, my next movie is Nightmare Before Christmas, Slay. obviously. Yep. Um, it's a, it's a good, you know, have, have here, have it. What am I trying to say? <laughs> have it, like, during Halloween, have it during Christmas. Yeah, like a nice, it's fitting for yeah. all occasions, yeah. Um, I love the scene where he tries to become, you know, Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And he, like, doesn't realize how bad it's fucked up and yeah. how they put all the scary things into the presents. The scene where he's, like, literally getting shot down by uh- the government is, like, one of the most horrifying scenes yeah. I've ever seen before. Like, that scared me as a little kid. I felt so bad. I wanted to cry. Oh, when the when the little three kids go, Mr. Santa Claus. Oogie Boogie is my favorite character out of the whole movie. It's fair. I love the Oogie Boogie. I love Sally. I do have a Oogie Boogie shot glass. Mm-hmm. Do you still have that one? I don't know. It might be up there. might be. It was cheap. It was. Yeah, no, this one is a classic. Obviously, Just Dance 3. This is Halloween. I know the whole dance. That's good. <laughs> and we didn't... Oh, we didn't talk about this in our stop-motion animation episode. We did a little bit. A little bit, but yeah. it's. But I feel like... Stop-motion. Well, did we do Halloween movies before we did the stop-motion episode? Yeah. Because we talked about it in the uh, Halloween movies. I don't remember us talking about it. Anyways, my... Is it my turn? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> my next movie is one of those Henson family classics. You know what I'm about to say. I know it. National, National Lampoon's Lampoon. Christmas yeah. Vacation. Mm-hmm. I I can't even count how many times I've seen this movie. I was going through my letterbox, like, trying to look at past Christmas movies that I've seen, and this movie is there every single year. I love it. It's just too good. I could quote probably the entire thing. Margot... The cat getting electrocuted. Oh, 
uh, Say Grace, She's Dead, The Pledge of Allegiance, uh, there's too much, Jelly of the Month Club, I could go on. There's so <laughs> many, so many iconic little one-liners from this movie. You see, for me, Chevy Chase is automatically a, yeah. a jump scare and a trigger yeah. warning, so <laughs> even if I wanted to enjoy this movie, just seeing his face, like automatically means i don't like it see i i I choose to i choose to enjoy the art not the art i support the art not the artist and (laughs) i can look past it and yeah i tried to make gabby watch this movie last year and she did not enjoy it at all no i think it's it's just a movie for the white people it's very american it is very american core and honestly i would love to know that like how do people just like up and go for thanksgiving or christmas for like 20 straight days like do you not have work like how do people in the 80s and the 70s you see all these christmas movies like the whole family's there for like 15 plus days now i can barely even get like three days off i only get christmas day off i'm sure the holidays were different back then now it's all capitalism Capitalism. y'all give me a break i'm tired of it anyways plot of the movie christmas vacation everything goes crazy there you go next movie my number four now, and by no means do I think that this is, like, a genuinely good movie. This is mm. a nice little guilty pleasure movie. Mm. And that's Love Actually. Oh, I do not care for this movie. I don't either. But it's a nice little background mm-hmm. movie. I like, you know, this was the era of, of 2000s movies where they're like, let's just do a whole bunch of different timelines. and then Like Valentine's Day? Yeah, and then they all kind of come together Eventually, somehow. Yeah. Like, they all have someone in common. They loved these little mm-hmm. spider web. And like, it's got, like, 30 cast members. Yeah, and yeah. it's, like, stacked. Yeah. Like, got my man Andrew Lincoln from The Walking Dead. But, yep, yeah, that's him. Don't care. Um... I used to make fun of my mom whenever she would, like, rent movies from Blockbuster or the library or Redbox or whatever it may be. I told her, I said, Mom, if there is a collage as the mm-hmm. the movie, like, poster slash, like, whatever is on the front of the... If there's a collage, it's do not, not pick it up. Good. I'm not gonna like it. You're gonna like it because that's your... That's gonna be made for you, yeah. 40-year-old woman. But not for me. Mm-hmm. I used to I used to get so mad when she would come home and there was some bullshit ass <laughs> like collage in the front. I'm like, what is this? I don't want this has freaking Michael Keaton on it. Okay, I don't want. <laughs> What's wrong with Michael Keaton? Okay, but Michael Keaton. You know what I mean. Anyway, yeah. No, a couple years ago, I think it was. Yeah, I don't know. It was, like, Christmas, and my aunt was, like, scrolling through movies because my aunt loves her some movies. And she's like, oh, love, actually, I love this. And anytime you tell my aunt, and I do have, that will apply to a movie that we're going to talk about later. If you tell my aunt I haven't seen this movie before, she will either, one, make you watch the trailer and put it on your list, or two, immediately put it on. And so she immediately put on Love, Actually. And, like, my mom's not a rom-com girly. Mm -hmm. And so we were watching it, and we're like, okay, 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 yeah. It has its moments. It has its moments. The the car, the sign one is the most iconic. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Anything else? You'll find that love actually is. Oh, oh fucking Hugh Grant! Uh, Hugh Grant before he was a terrible, uh, jump scare uh, human being. I don't want to see the Wonka I movie just either. because of him. It's awful. I'm so scared. <gasps> My number four, a classic. So heartwarming, so 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 nice, so slay, a Charlie Brown Christmas. 
if you were like me and grew up with no cable. <laughs> Gabby's already like, here she goes. Here she goes. <laughs> you would tune into ABC and they'd have like four little half hour Christmas specials in a row. Yep. And this is like the one. This is the star of the show. You got that sad little Charlie Brown Christmas tree. You got Snoopy trying to win his little decorating contest. You got Linus telling us the birth of Jesus story. It's a full package. It's all in one. A classic. Couldn't go a Christmas without it. Love it. Yeah. My next one. This one I've only seen once. Mm -hmm. But it was like, I, I should take another watch. I'm getting another stab at it. Yeah. And that's Klaus. The I animated movie. Okay, you swear up and down that I have seen this movie. I have not seen this movie. I swear I have not. I don't remember. Because, like, apparently we were in the same bedroom, but I was not my, I was not present. My mind was turned off. I don't off. even remember when I watched this, I'll be honest. This was at Canopy. Was it? Yeah. I don't remember. Because I did not see it. I remember watching it. Mm. And it was, a, it was a sweet movie. It's, yeah. like, about, um, it's almost like Santa Claus, like, I can't remember if he, like, gave up or, like, stopped caring because mm. he thought that, like, children didn't care anymore. They just want to watch Skibbity Toilet. Yeah. <laughs> they do. But, like, this little mailman brings back, like, the joy of Christmas to this little town. Mm. It's very sweet. Very sweet movie. Heartwarming. Yeah. And it's animated. And it's animated. And it's beautiful animation. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful I want to say, animation. yeah, it was, like, nominated for an Oscar. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But it didn't win. Sounds right. Uh. Uh, switching it up from heartwarming, my next movie is Krampus. <laughs> I love this movie. I've only, again, I've only seen it once like you, and I need to go back and revisit it because this movie is hilarious. It is hilarious because the, like, jump scares are just so cheesy. They do use practical effects, which I really do appreciate. I'm a big fan of practical effects, and um, it is just out of control. I think it's got, his name is Adam Scott, our Ice King from Parks and Rec. Uh -huh. Yeah, he's the dad, and it's just like Krampus is visiting. I actually have a picture of me with somebody who dressed up as Krampus at Comic-Con. Good. And it, like, I don't know where they got that mask from, but it was <laughs> very realistic, yeah. And they're, probably the most terrifying thing in the entire movie is there's this jack-in-the-box creature mm. that is, looks like the Globgo-Gabgalab, and it's just eating people. Like, it looks like skin and all. It is mm -hmm. nasty. Mm -hmm. It is gruesome. But yeah, the it's just Krampus is coming to town to ruin Christmas, and it's a horror movie. It's so funny. It is not scary to me. Like, it was genuinely cheesy. I watched it with a friend in high school, and we were, like, dying laughing the entire movie. It's so bad. So, yeah, I recommend Krampus. Sounds good. Um, my number six is Balanchine's Nutcracker. Not a movie. Mm. Not a movie. Mm. I will either... It's been a while since I've gone to an actual theater and watched it at a theater, so mm -hmm. that's why I put it as, like, a movie kind of thing, because yeah. I normally will, like, search it up on YouTube. I personally like the Balanchine version of Nutcracker, because that's what I used to do whenever I would do the Nutcracker was... And by the way, Balanchine, if you don't know, is a... Educate us. <laughs> Balanchine was a ballet choreographer who did a lot of, like, classic... So, 
most ballets that you see are like very old choreography that they just keep relearning, keep relearning, keep mm-hmm. relearning. Um, sometimes they'll have like new renditions, new choreography, new music, whatever. But most of the time, if you're seeing like a classic ballet, you're probably seeing like very, 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 very old choreography. <laughs> um, so like Swan Lake, things like that. George Balanchine, I learned, and Balanchine can also be like a style of ballet that you learn because he has a very specific like artistry about his choreography. Hi, okay, Fart, go ahead. Go ahead, Fart. Nah, she said it's not stable enough. But, so I grew up like learning a lot of Balanchine style dances and watching a lot of Balanchine. Miami City Ballet loves Balanchine, so they were always coming to um, the, what's it called? The Kravis Center. (laughs) They would come to the Kravis Center with, with all their Balanchine uh, one of my favorite Balanchine ballets is Jules. Mm. Completely unrelated, but Nutcracker. Beautiful. I love the Nutcracker. Um, my favorite's probably oh. Spanish, the Spanish Chocolate. They're amazing. Marzipan's amazing. Obviously, the um, Gingerbread, Mother Gingerbread and her little children. Little children. What are they called? I don't remember. I was one of these... Paula Chanel. Mm. Um, what else did you play? I only ever played a Paula Chanel. In like the three times I did the Nutcracker, I was only ever a Paula Chanel. Because mm. I was very little. Yeah. And could fit under that dress. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this, they would always have it at the Phillips Center, which is where you graduated. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I've seen it maybe two to three times in person there. And it was always like a very special treat to go. And I loved watching it. Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies is my favorite. Mm-hmm. That, when I'm, I'm not even exaggerating, when I was like five or six, that was my favorite song. I would go on starfall.com just to put on Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies because there's just something about that song that just tickled my brain. I agree. And I loved it. I agree. Yeah, so. I really want to try and see it this year. I know that um, the Kennedy Center puts one on, usually from a different ballet company that mm-hmm. comes in. Meanwhile, the Washington Ballet, I've heard strange things about there. Apparently, mm. George Washington is part of it. Oh, God. And he, like, comes out. I don't know. I don't well, if you find a show, it, let me know, because I'll go. Yeah, but... It's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Your number six. My number six is... Um, this is a very classy, um, very highbrow content right here. So if you're not ready to hear about it, then you might just need to tune out. Um, so my number six is Shrek the Halls. Yeah. Continuing on with the free half-hour ABC specials. We actually now have it on DVD. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Hater Nicole. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this half-hour special, um, you know, typical fairy tale creatures, they're coming to invade Shrek's Christmas. This is his first Christmas with his little Shrek Shreklings. Uh-huh. First Christmas with Fiona and the Shreklings, and Donkey and the rest of the fairy tale creatures are like, We're making waffles. We're doing this, we're gonna have a Christmas parade, we're doing that. And Shrek is like, Well, I just wanted to have a nice little family holiday with my Shreklings. And they live to compromise, meet in the middle, and celebrate Christmas together. 
and the true spirit of things. Wow. Yeah. Gorgeous. I know, it's very highbrow. It is. Oscar worthy. I think so. Mm-hmm. I need to give it a rewatch. It's been some time. I've, I've seen it so many times. It's been some time. My granddad also really loved Shrek the Hall, so he would put mm. it on every Christmas. He had the DVD. What a goofy man. Mm-hmm. Fun fact about me real fast. I'm so sorry. You're fine. He, my nickname was Donkey. Oh, good. And he would get me donkey things Because you love making waffles? No. Oh. He just called me Donkey for some reason. So I had, like, donkey slippers. <laughs> it was just his thing. Um, my number seven, I've only seen the first two. I might have seen the third one, mm. but it's the newest installation of shitty, cheesy Christmas movies, The Princess Switch. I, I knew you were going to say that. Now, I don't remember the plot for no reason, so don't ask me. Well, there's a princess. There's a princess. And then they have a switch. It's almost like <laughs> Princess and the Popper. I was about to say. In the sense of, like... This, like, lowly kitchen cook prince and, like, this princess, like, swap places because they realize that they look the same. Mm -hmm. And then somewhere in, like, the third movie, there's a third one. (gasps) And she's the evil cousin, sister, twin. I don't know what the freak. (laughs) But it's just one of those, like, new, cheesy... I feel like, especially lately, I don't know if it's, like, working retail makes me for a while like despise holidays in the sense of like i have to go to work and listen to the same 20 christmas songs and i'm sick of it um and everyone who comes to holiday shop is a pain in the ass so i don't know if like that's why lately i haven't been like on my like let's watch these classic movies like Mm -hmm. over and over again but i was trying to like think of like movies i watch every year and there's really Barely any. Mm -hmm. But especially now with, like, these, like, Hallmark movies, and they're, like, trending, and they're popular, and they're, like, funny, and you just, like, watch them the one time and never watch them again. Those are, those are my new Christmas movies Mm -hmm. lately. And my next, my other two, my next two are also that. Mm. I, see, I think I watched the second one with you, your mom, and your abuela. In Spanish. In Spanish. In Spanish. So I had not a clue yep. what was happening. That is true. It w- No subtitles for me either. Mm-mm. Which, that's fine. <laughs> I was just... I was watching the picture. I, w- I was reading a picture book, basically, and making up that's the story how you myself. Can, that's how you learn. That is true, yeah. So, could I tell you the plot? No. no. But I saw it with my own eyes. That's fine. Um, my next movie. This is the third Henson movie to complete the trio. Jim Henson's The Christmas Toy. I don't think you've ever seen this. Mm-mm. It's definitely from like the 80s. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, I've seen it a billion times. Love it so much. So it follows um, a playroom full of toys. It's very Toy Story-esque, I will say that. Where they like, uh-oh, she's coming, stay still. And so they're all like, oh, it's the night before Christmas and we have to prepare for the new toys to come. And the last... The Christmas toy from last year, which is our main guy, he's a tiger named Rugby, and he is the favorite toy, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna be the favorite forever and ever, and then there's, like, this little cat toy who's a mouse, and that is, we quote this so much in our house, we'll be like, what's that smell? It's catnip! 
see his catnip in him. Mm. Yeah. But basically, it's a whole thing where he's, like, venturing downstairs to see what the next toy is going to be because he's scared that he's going to be replaced. It's very much like Toy Story. So I'm sensing that Disney ripped it off. Mm. Um, but yeah, I love it. It's, it's a quick one. I think it's no more than, like, 30 to 40 minutes long. But it is so charming, so cute. And it's just like all these little vintage toys and I love it so much and it's so cute and I love it. Very cute. Very cute. My number eight is um, called Last Christmas. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm just going to spoil this movie because Go the way it, it like <laughs> I've never shocked even heard of me it. <laughs> to my soul. So it's pretty, it's a decently stacked cast. It's got, what's her face, the blonde chick from Game of Thrones. Uh, I know who you're talking about. It's not Amelia something, is it? I don't know. Yeah. And then the the guy from Crazy Rich Asians. Okay. So. Yeah. It's a decently popular cast. Um, I remember watching it when I lived at Madison Point, mm-hmm. whatever the freak, when me and Chloe weren't living together, and I watched it by myself in my room, and I was like, okay, this is a cute little movie. And then it, like, rips your freaking heart out. Mm. So, apparently, uh, the whole thing of it, it's called Last Christmas. And the whole soundtrack is Wham! Oh, and I remember you telling me yeah. about this. And so I'm like, okay, this is cute. And, like, obviously one of the big songs is, like, Last Christmas. Mm-hmm. I gave you my heart. The very next day, you gave it away. And then stop, the, stop, so, stop. Is this where I think it's yes. going? So, <laughs> like, the whole thing, she falls in love with this guy. They're, like, together. She's, like, she's like helping the homeless. She's, like, doing great things for whatever. And then she, we come to the twist at the end that the dude is dead. And last, literally last Christmas... <laughs> Like, she had, like, gotten into an accident, and he had just passed away, so they gave, like, gave her his heart, like, a heart transplant. And so, like, the whole thing is, like, he's living inside of her now, because he, like, that's his heart, but they also fell in love, but it's also, like, now he's dead. It's just, like, what? Babe, I'll see you after you get out of heart surgery. I love you. Me waking up from heart surgery. Where is he? Who do you think gave you the heart? Harry, me, me before teeth surgery. I'll see you at, who do you think gave you the who teeth? Who do you think gave you the teeth? <laughs> well, at least. <laughs> it's Tuesday, isn't it? So, yeah, probably the strangest plot. Awful. I think George Michael would have been so confused if he saw that. my man out of this. What does he have to do with this? I'm saying, like, because it's all his music. I know, I know. Get him out of there. It's really, it's crazy. And on so many levels, like, ignoring everything, you can't just randomly put somebody's heart in you. It has to match up. There's There's so much to it. I don't know. We could get into it, but wow. Wow. Okay. Um, my next one. Say it with me, guys. You know it's coming. Gremlins. Oh, yeah. There it is. There it is. Uh, the perfect year-round movie. You can watch it literally any time of the year and you'll enjoy it. Halloween, Christmas, Easter, Arbor Day, Earth Day. <laughs> it fits for all holidays. There's trees in there, so it counts. Okay. Yeah. But I don't even have to get into it. It's Gremlins. He gets a little mogwai. That is what the Gremlins are called, not Gremlins. And he 
it's a lesson in responsibility. If you don't take care of things, then it will get out of control and something like that. And then you have to cook them in the microwave. Exactly. That's the best scene in the whole movie. I know. Do you hear what I hear? <laughs> Love that movie. Um, my number nine, I literally saw for the first time yesterday. Oh. And that's the newest movie, Xmas. I did see this on your letterbox. Okay. Yeah. So, surprisingly, very, very good. Oh. If it wasn't, like, themed around Christmas Mm -hmm. and, like, shot like a Hallmark movie, it would have been, like, the perfect classic, like, early 2000s Mm rom-com. Yeah. It was giving very duff. Which I love Duff. I know you do. I, I don't like that I movie. don't know why, but I love Duff. <laughs> Probably it's giving Duff because he's in Duff too. Mm. Um, but the second one? No. <laughs> he's also as well in Duff. I see. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It was like fun, like quirky, like very, like had its good funny moments. Like it, you could tell that it was like. What is this on? To, uh, uh, not to be. Freebie? Freebie. 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 <laughs> um, but it was it was alright. Like I, yeah. I did I definitely enjoyed it. I could see myself like watching it again. Yeah. It had very funny moments. Um what's her face? That's freaking um Blair from Gossip Girl. Is that her name? I don't I didn't watch that. I don't know. But you enjoyed. Yeah, I liked it. Y'all. Uh, my next movie. I had to have a Christmas Carol adaptation on here, you guys. You have to. Scrooged with Bill Murray. Okay. This one is good. He's like some uppity... Have you ever seen Scrooged? I don't think so. It's a good one. It's like from the 80s. And it's it basically is a modern day retelling of A Christmas Carol. We've got our man, Bill Murray, playing our like high TV executive guy. And... He's just really nasty and mean to everybody, and he has to learn about the magic of Christmas Story Carol. Christmas Story Carol, yeah. Yep. That's the plot. It's been a minute since I've seen it, (laughs) so I don't remember very much of it. But it is a good one. It's funny. And I like that they did something different with it. Nice. Uh, Close contender is Muppet A Christmas Carol. And then the next one after that is the, the Disney one. I don't like it. I don't either. My only favorite scene is when he's cutting the bread really thin. Sometimes you gotta... I don't remember that. That's, like, the funniest part. He's, like, cutting the bread and it's, like, paper thin and it, like, floats down (laughs) like a leaf. (laughs) Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Me with my poverty nachos. No, for real. (laughs) Alright, my last one, and I do have some honorable mentions. My last one... We'll definitely shout out some honorable mentions. My last one... And you have to watch these at the same time. And I'm saying this because I have all three of them on DVD in a pack. Oh, and that's absolutely. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty, Frosty the, the Snowman, Snowman, and Santa, Santa Claus, Claus is Coming to Town. town. Correct. Um, you have to watch them together. Yet another ABC For sure. holiday special. Mm-hmm. They always showed in a marathon. Yep. Uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town was always on after my bedtime, so I never really got to watch it. I never, like, don't ask me the plot of Santa Claus is Coming mm-hmm. to Town, but his face yeah. is so Christmas. Yeah. That, like, little cartoon Very face. Very 60s, yep. mid-century modern yep. animation, for yep. sure. Yeah. But they're just good. It's a classic. They, they do what they gotta do. I will say, when I was in second grade, I had a crush on Clarice. Yeah. 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 She just got them lashes. Me if I was a deer. Yeah. <laughs> You're number 10. My number 10. 
is Star Wars a holiday special? Have you seen this? I have. We actually had a bootleg copy of it. Oh, good. So. You cannot find that anymore. You can't. Mm -mm. I don't know they what. They tried to rip it off the face of the earth. Because it's god awful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I couldn't tell you the plot of this because it has been a very long time since I've seen it. I have since misplaced, displaced, probably gotten rid of the bootleg copy of this. <laughs> um, but it follows Chewbacca and his family. He has his mom, his dad, and some annoying little brother type figure, I believe. Mm -hmm. I think Luke comes to his house for Thanksgiving. Either that or Han. Either. One of them makes an appearance. I'm pretty sure it was Mark Hamill. And it's just goofy. Yeah. It, it's, Half the time they're talking in like they're uh, with no subtitle. Yeah. No and like translation. It, I mean, which that's fun because they're kind of relying on like body language, which is different, but... Not for the whole special. Did not hit the mark. Didn't hit the mark. It's goofy. I know I know they're embarrassed that they did that, but I think it's kind but of it's iconic. Still classic, yeah. It's iconic, yeah. Um, honorable mentions? My honorable mentions. I didn't write any down, they're just gonna come off my mind. Um, head. the Santa Claus. Yeah. The original, not this new Disney movie, Disney show, whatever the freak bullshit <laughs> ass freaking right wing ass show that they got going on. Oh yeah. No. No. The original one and then the second one with freaking Frosty with that one guy. Jack Frost. Yeah. I thought that was the third one. I don't remember. It's one of them. One of them. That one I, re I remember that one being like so mm. good. Next one, Rise of the Guardians. Oh <gasps> yes. It's not really a Christmas movie, but there's Santa Claus in there, there's Jack Frost in there. That was a time. The Easter Bunny guy, Australian that guy. That was a time to be alive on mm -hmm, Tumblr. Mm -hmm. The Elsa and Elsa, Jack, Jack Frost, Frost shippers. Y'all yeah. were out of control. Y'all gotta get it together. I think I've seen that movie because I ha I remember we rented it and I think we eventually got the like bought the movie. Mm -hmm. I've seen it. A I've only seen it once. Times. Sandman, the Tooth Fairy. That one scene where the, the Tooth Fairy world is starting to crumble down. Yeah. Mm, mm -hmm. mm. Last honorable mention, Christmas shoes. Sir, so I want to buy these shoes for my mama, please. If you didn't know there was a movie to that song, I actually there is. didn't know. I, you've told me about it, and I think I forget about it every single time you mm -hmm. tell me. And when you tell me again, it's always a shock to me. But um, there's actually a really funny video where this guy's like going into different like gas stations and stores and he starts singing that song to people and they just don't know what's going on. You have to see it. It's so funny. Um, my honorable mentions, um, I'm going to say- It's got freaking Rob Lowe in it. I forgot Please. <laughs> my honorable mentions, I'm going to say single all the way. We watched that at one of our gang Christmas parties, mm -hmm. and it is so cheesy. Cute little cheesy, but cute, it's like cute gay, and cute, it's not gay, like cheesy movie. The awkward, yeah. Gay. Um, next one, I'll say the new Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie. Terrible, but so camp, so mm -hmm. cheesy. Mm -hmm. um, I'll also say Four Christmases with Reese Witherspoon and what's his face. That one is a good one. And let me think of one more. God, why can't I, I think of like any Christmas movie? I was movies? I was googling because I oh, also Elf. True. It's just a classic. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was googling like movies, like Christmas movies that because I couldn't like none of them would come to my I head. Oh. And then I was like, as I'm scrolling through this like top 100 list, I'm like, I'm realizing all the Christmas movies like I've ever watched have been like mostly white movies. Yeah. I'm like, there's a whole other genre, like of like 
black and Hispanic Christmas movies that I don't know why I've never watched as a child, but I They're definitely need to get into those. I was commonly pushed, yeah, I'd say. I think that too. Yeah. So let's get into some questions. Um, our first one comes from Bestie Calvin, who says, in all caps, BLACK SANTA! Heart emoji. Wow. He is still alive, by the way. I saw a picture recently. So for those of you who don't know, I, I do have to explain this. In my house, we do not believe in white Santa. We believe in black Santa. We are black Santa house. Um, when I was like in fourth grade, we walked by this random antique store in Gainesville, saw a like probably four foot, one of those plastic old Santas that you like put on your front porch, but he was black. And my dad was like, we have to get him. And he was like $45 and we talked that guy down to 15. What a steal. And so we put him on our front porch and it would always be kind of funny because we'd have people over for like during Christmas time and they would have like never come to our house before and they'd be like, which one is your house? And we're like, oh, it's the green one with the red shutters. And they're like, the, with the uh, with the black Santa on the porch? And we're like, yes, that is us. Welcome to our home. And <laughs> he's iconic and I have since been displaced from my black Santa who I love so very much. And that my heart is not, my heart will not be full until Black Santa has been returned to me. So, um, Bessie Calvin also said prep and landing was good because free. Another ABC special. Did you ever see prep and landing? Mm -mm. Okay, so this is like two little elves on Christmas. This is actually a really cute one. I do really like it. And it's like one guy, he's wanting to be promoted to like some high, nice position. What's it called? Prep and landing. And so it's like high tech little elves. They basically go in, go down the chimney before Santa. Oh, yeah, okay. they go down before Santa and they prep the landing for Santa to go in and they like test out the cookies and scope out, make sure there's no children, all that, etc., etc., etc. Something goes wrong and they have to fix it. It's a cute little thirty minute special. Uh, Bestie Thomas said spookly Christmas movie. Oh, spookly! All spookly in the Christmas kitties. This is another. The, I don't know what it is when all four of us get together. We will put on the weirdest movie ever. Yeah. We were looking up Christmas movies and we see this square pumpkin and these multicolored cats. And we said we gotta watch it. Mm -hmm. It is a musical. Is it good? Mm -mm. No. no. But is it hilarious? Yeah. Yeah. It is a riot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Bestie Thomas said... Oh, good God. Santa and Krampus, who's in front, who's in back. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, <laughs> for this trip to Paris, um, I'll be, um, um, Krampus will be in the back seat and Santa will be in the front seat. I'll have to say that. <laughs> I don't I can't. <laughs> I can't. Uh, Bestie Thomas said, "Is Krampus the real villain, or is it capitalistic Santa? Capitalism capitalistic is Santa. always the worst yeah. enemy." So there you go. Krampus did nothing wrong. Uh, Bestie Thomas said, "Can you watch Polar Express? Because elementary school ruined that movie for me. You, when I have a kid, they are not allowed to watch that movie. That movie is banned in our house. Is the devil itself incarnate? I hate it. I wouldn't say that." I do like Polar Express. No. I didn't put it on this list because I, have, I haven't watched it in a while, but that's a that's a classic for my house. Mm -mm. We had it on DVD. I've seen it way too... 
coming from a family of teachers, mm. okay, we we do not like this movie. Seen it too many times. Um, and then lastly, Bestie Thomas said <laughs> the hot chocolate scene made me gay though. So no, the iconic. It's iconic. iconic. I did sing that. In oh, we got it. I sang it in sixth grade chorus. I still don't understand why Tom Hanks had to play every single character. Literally every single character in the but movie. Um, it's a thing, I guess. Let's get into some media. I'll let you get your stuff from last week as well. True. I did want to touch. So last night, me and Gabby finally finished All Stars 8. There we go. Um, she was... Re- uh, for those of you who don't know, my work is doing something stupid. They want me to buy weekly travel, so I had to be in Vermont. You guys, I was literally in florida on monday in dc on tuesday and in vermont on wednesday that is insane do not do that to me anyways so i just got home last night we had crab legs it was delicious and this girly had it all ready to go she had the tv set up when i got in the door she said let's watch the finale um we were not shocked that miss jimbo won she deserved it Mm -hmm. slay love her are we done with is there another all-star season that's it that's it right now that's it i'm gonna make you watch all-stars too Okay. Yeah, it's a required viewing. Okay. That one's the best one. Um, so. So, you guys haven't seen me since before Thanksgiving, so I will be going from then. I watched Quiz Lady with Chloe. Um, it was cute. It was a cute little cute one. Um, then I watched Judas and the Black Messiah, finally. <gasps> Oh, pretty good. Is it on HBO? It's on Prime, I think. Okay, I need to watch that. Yeah, it was pretty good. And then... (laughs) Oh, God. Then I watched The Starving Games. No, I haven't seen that since I was in middle school. Is this the one where he is literally the cake in the forest? Yes. Yeah. Iconic. It is. Um, With the new Hunger Games movie coming out, I was about I to say. I didn't know when I would be able to watch it, so I was like, and I had just recently watched the entire trilogy, so I didn't want to rewatch that. And it was trilogy. like, you know what I meant. Um, and so I I saw it on like I don't remember what I saw. I you know we have like a little section where you can see like free movies, which shows like all the movies that are playing that are like with our subscription or they're like free at the moment or whatever. So that one was there, and so I'm like, well, I'm gonna just watch it. Then I rewatched Blue Beetle because I was like doing dishes and I just needed something to play I like in the that background. Movie. Yeah. And then I watched Night at the Museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, started it on Christmas or Christmas Thanksgiving Day at one of the Thanksgivings that I spent with Sam. We just like wanted to put a little movie on, so we just put that. Um, and then, but I finished it on Friday. And then another one I finished on Friday was Night at the Museum Battle of the Smithsonian, mm. which watching that now living in D.C., I'm like, I've been there, I've been there. Ooh. I know where that is. I need to watch this mm-hmm. again then. Um, then, Iconic, we watched Saltburn. Oh my god. So, so freaking good. We may just have to like do an episode on Saltburn. Yeah. I would I think love I to, to go see it, it. again. It yeah. was, I, my mind is still blown from it. It was insane. Very yeah. good. So good. Um, if you think that's the wildest movie and you feel traumatized by watching it... You have not seen anything. Please watch more movies. Expand your resume. Please. Because, no, we were... It was definitely strange. Like, I'm not saying it's like, oh, that was nothing. Like, it definitely was weird. Yeah. People who are surprised by it, like, you know... Have you seen Tatan? (laughs) 
that that's like the baseline right there, yeah. really. No, people before, because all over TikTok, it's like, oh my god, that's the most crazy movie I've ever seen. And like, yeah, I gasped. Was, and yes, yeah, Gabby was, was about gagging. to throw her, no, throw real. up in that theater. I was like, huh? <laughs> but it was not like as crazy as people made it seem. But it's still so, so good. That was um, all you saw? No, and oh. then I saw Love as One, the cult mother of the cult of mother god mm-hmm. chloe told me to watch it oh my god it's a very interesting oh my series. god yeah and then i watched xmas yesterday slay that's all i watched um i on top of that oh sorry <gasps> i just started a new show called rap shit by Issa ray you didn't tell us about the hoochie daddies Oh, we, I saw the first episode of the Hoochie Daddies of Jacksonville, which none of them are even from Jacksonville. So, I just... It's a lie. I was just intrigued by, like, the introduction of them on Tubi. We watched the first episode, and then you couldn't even understand what the fuck they were saying, because all they were doing was yelling. Mm. And then we were watching Rap Shit. Um, we just saw a new episode last night. The end of the episode, we were like, what the fuck just happened? Because they're, like, at a party... There's, like, some drama. There's... Is this, like, scripted or real? It's a scripted show. It's a scripted show. But they're at a party. There's some drama. And at the end, one of the characters just, like, catches on fire. And we're like, where did that even come from? Y'all just... California wildfires. Fires. Yeah. (laughs) And then we started Insecure as well. I love Issa Rae. But all she do is... She loves... She's horny. She's ho- almost hornier than Sam Levinson. Mm. Shit is crazy. Uh, her one SZA song on there. Oh, my God. Should I assume you didn't mean it like that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, no, I did not. It's on that show. It's so good. Um, so, I finished reading Astrid Parker Doesn't Fail by Miss Ashley Herring Blank. Uh, this was my favorite one in the series so far. Um, I loved their relationship it was so cute i love me a good enemies to friends to lovers mm-hmm. um i'm currently reading the last book in the series um iris kelly doesn't date can i please talk to miss ashley herring blake because why is stevie literally based off of me why is she literally me crazy i'm reading this and i'm like she must have like got in my brain and like wrote about me that's crazy um because she's like a little anxious girly, just like me. Slay. Because you're the only one in this world with anxiety. No, no, I'm not saying, I'm not saying like, ooh, we both have anxiety. Like, there's like specific traits that she has that I'm like, oh my god, we are the same. She has a one-eyed cat? No. She does not have a cat. <laughs> Anyways, so I watched The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Wow. I have to watch it. Wow. I read the book like a couple years ago. And it's definitely, I would say, yeah, you need to read the book to really pick up on some of the other things. But it's so good. Love the open-endedness of it. I have my theories, but I don't want to spoil anything. I will say um, Miss Rachel, what's her face? The girl that plays the main girl. Lucy and, Lucy Gray. Um, what's, she was in uh, West Side Story. Rachel Ziegler. Rachel Ziegler. She blew me away. Like, she was so good in this movie. Her performance was amazing. I'm sorry, but I hate the Rachel Ziegler haters. I do too. Because, like, they're hating on her for being like, well, I just needed a job. And it's like, what do you think people who do movies do? Yeah, like, well, I mean, they don't want to get on to people. Like, I saw, like, people... 
like Robert Pattinson. Like he hates Twilight, and everybody's like, oh, he's so iconic for that. Yeah, and like even in the most recent for Saltburn, freaking um, Jacob Elordi was like, oh, I just needed a job. Yeah, and they're like. He's so he's so real for yeah, that. Yeah, but then if a woman wants to turn around and say the same thing, then suddenly she doesn't deserve she, yeah, she's, anything. Yeah. No, like her performance in this movie was so good. Like Girlie was pulling off a country accent while singing. That's crazy. There were so many moments where she was making oh my goodness fart. She like had me about to get emotional, just like the way that she was acting and everything. It was so good. Um Viola Davis I, Never seen her play, like, a crazy person like this before. Incredible. She was so good. Loved her in that movie. Um, then I watched Walk the Line with Mr. Joaquin Phoenix and Reese Witherspoon. This was my aunt. I said, I've never seen this movie. She said, automatic, put it on. (laughs) So, uh, we watched, like, half of it on Thanksgiving. Or, no, no, no. That was after Thanksgiving. We watched, like, half of it, and then on my plane ride home to D.C., I finished the rest of it. And, yeah, I really liked it. It was good. And then we watched Saltburn. Crazy. Um, yeah, The Love Has Won, The Cult of Mother God. I started this on my plane ride to somewhere. <laughs> God knows where I was. I was on a plane, though, I'll tell you that. Insane. If you haven't seen it, please go to HBO right now and watch it. If you don't have a login and you know me, text me. I will give you my login. Um, <laughs> if I don't know you, do not contact me. <laughs> It's a three-part series. The episodes are about 50 minutes each, and it is just, like, start to finish. Like, my jaw was on the floor. And, yeah, you'll definitely remember the news reports about it from, like, a couple years ago, because I totally forgot about it. And then I was on YouTube this morning, because now it's my topic of interest, and I want to know everything I can about it. And apparently I watched, like, an hour-long video, like, three years ago. I'd totally forgotten about it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's crazy. I wish they had gotten a little bit deeper into some things but I think they covered everything else like very well um and then lastly I last night on my plane back here I watched war games from 1983 with Matthew Broderick who plays Ferris Bueller I did not like this movie did I like the message behind it yes because it's basically like this kid trying to hack into a computer to get like some new game that's going to come out and he accidentally hacks into like the literal nukes yeah, and he and the computer thinks it's a game, and so the whole movie they're trying to stop the nukes from going off, but basically, in the end, the message is like, the best way to win the game is to not play at all, because in any way, like, whether the US shoots first, or the Russians shoot first, or whoever shoots first, everybody dies, mm-hmm. so the best way is to just not have war. Mm-hmm. So I can get behind that, but other than that, I did not like the movie. Mm. It has one of the most poorly written lead female characters I've ever seen in a movie. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, she was just like stupid. Like he's like on the run asking her to like get him a plane ticket and she's like, "Well, what are you worried about? What's wrong? Is this because you changed my grade at school? Girl, you were in the room when he launched nuclear codes. What are you talking about?" Just, like, I couldn't stand her character, and I was, I kept clicking on the screen, like, how much time do I got left in this movie, (laughs) y'all? So, yeah, that was all I watched. And do you want to give us some Christmas songs? Let's do it. Um, so, uh, let's start with El 18 de Noviembre by Maracaibo Quince. This is... In Venezuela, we have what's called gaitas, mm-hmm. 
and that's just like our traditional style of music in Venezuela. Mostly, I've only ever really been exposed to it during Christmas time mm -hmm. specifically. I don't know if it's only played during Christmas. I think not, but that's like our Christmas music essentially. Um, obviously, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by InSync. <laughs> Um, Little Saint Nick by the Beach Boys. That one smacks. Smacks. Drummer Boy by Justin Bieber. Fun fact about that song. Not the Justin Bieber version. Okay. <laughs> when Calvin was little, he could not go to sleep without listening to... We had a... This was the setup in the early 2000s, you guys. For those of you skibbity toilet watchers. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big honkin' CD player set up on his, like, little bedside thing... And you had to click a button to make it play the song on loop. He could not go to sleep without Little Drummer Boy playing on loop. Um, and then we'll do the last song. I really liked... Girl, you're not going to do Last Christmas by Wham? Well, I mean, I already That's talked a given. about that. But I already Simply talked. Having a Wonderful Christmas Time by the Beatles. Paul McCartney, I mean. Anyway. <sighs> so for me, these are my songs, you know... Um, this is, this goes on my playlist every single year. We have Intro by Ariana Grande, Wit It This Christmas by Ariana Grande, December by Ariana Grande, Not Just on Christmas by Ariana Grande, True Love by Ariana Grande, and Winter Things by Ariana Grande, and Santa Tell Me by Ariana Grande. Christmas and Chill is the best Christmas EP ever put out. I know the words by heart. I can't go a Christmas out listening to the entire thing at least 50,000 times. So there we go. Um, please tell us what your favorite holiday movies are because we would love some suggestions. We, the worse they are, the cheesier they are, the better. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's all we got for right now. Send this to Santa Claus. Send this to Krampus. Oh. Mm-hmm. Follow me at Curly Femme. And follow me at Chloe underscore All Mercier. And follow the pod pod at Haters Film Club. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs>